Blog Talk Radio. Everybody, welcome to the special 10-year anniversary of Sports Urban Legend TV. I am, of course, William Ramo, and on the other line is the incomparable Macaulay Matthew. What's up, Mac? How you doing? Hey, what's up, man? How's it going? I'm good. I'm good, man. I'm pumped, man. I know, you know, I want to thank you, and I want to thank uh, everybody, you know, for the support for the past 10 years. As you remember. Uh, November 15th, 2009, you know, this dream of having this show, um, you know, um, doing this, uh, you know, podcast show became, a, you know, came to fruition on that day, nearly, it, nearly, um, you know, 10 years ago. So, you know, I want, from the bottom of my heart, I want to thank you, Mac, for, for your support and no uh, problem, your, your friendship and, of course, you know, I want to thank um, the fans, you know, you know, whether this is your first time listening to this show or you've been listening to it since day one, you know, I, I want to thank you and I want to appreciate you, you know, for, for the support. So, you know, again, thank you. And hopefully there'll be many more years of, um, you know, of awesome content, you know, so, and, you know, we're going to just, we're going to try to evolve this show, get this show better and, and, uh, you know, give you a product that you you guys, you know, deserve and could be a proud of, man. So again, I want to thank you guys for the support of what you guys, you know, have, you know, given me a Mac for uh, these these ten years. So again, thank you. Yeah, appreciate you guys. But um, yeah, this is you know a special show. Um, you know, we're gonna talk. You know, we're gonna reminisce about the biggest sports moments and uh talk about some moments uh, on the show and um you know um you know I think we're going to next week we're going to do a two-parter of this um of this um you know extravaganza this 10-year extravaganza you know so you know got a little surprise for you guys you know next week for that hopefully um you know we're going to Next week's going to be the part two of uh, this, um, you know, 10-year anniversary special. So, you know, stay tuned for next week's episode as well. So Looking forward to that. So, um, of course, you know, like I said, we're going to talk about, you know, reminisce about the biggest sports moments in the past decade and, of course, of this show. And, of course, you know, we're going to keep it current, you know, as we always do. So, again, you know, you guys know the number. It's – uh. Nine one seven three eight eight four one eight nine. That's nine one seven three eight eight four one eight nine. So, feel free to talk about any of the memorable sports moments in the past ten years, or, or even uh, you know, your favorite moment, you know, of this series. So, love to hear from you. But with that said, yeah, let's um, yeah, let's dive into um. Yeah, I was gonna, I was gonna, you know, do a little baseball, but yeah, you know what? Let me, let me ask you, um, what's your biggest 
What's your biggest uh, sports moment in the past uh, 10 years since the show's been on, since um, 09? I think I know what it is, but. um, Well, I would have said the Yankees win the 2009 World Series, but you came on after that. (laughs) Well, no, but it's 2009. It was just, what was it, uh, like uh, two months after? So that counts. That's, you know, still 2009, even though it was November. Of 2009, that counts. Still 2009. Yeah, I would say probably yeah. that would have been the biggest moment, you know, for me, sports moment. Um, other than that, maybe Kofi Kingston winning the WWE, being the first real African American to win or black um, champion in WWE. To me, the, champion. To me, the Rock still counts. You know. Yeah, maybe I'm maybe I'm partial yeah, to the, 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 the man. The Rock doesn't have any street cred like that. Because yeah. the Rock don't have no street cred. The Rock, no, the, the he, Rock doesn't even, he doesn't even he doesn't even claim black people, the, man. Come on. He 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 claims his black and his his Samoan ancestry. He yes. claims his Samoan yes. more than yes. the black. Yes, the, the, you know in WWE they do they do, and you know they do accentuate his Samoan heritage. You know, man. from his uh his mother's side. You know he's, that is true. Yeah, but, but he's still biracial. He's not yeah, real he's, black. He's biracial. He's he's both. He's he's, he's hey, you know he's. Kofi he's, is the real he's black. black. He's a real black shit. Ah, don't don't start this racial debate. Come on, man. He, no, he's I'm being real. Hey, yeah. you know me. I'm being real about it. Come on, man. I'm being nah, real. To uh, hey, the, to read the rock counts because he's he's black. He's black. You know whether he's fifty percent black or or quarter black or whatever. He you know he's he's black. I mean you know what I'm saying, but. I mean, you know, seeing Kofi finally win it, you know, I mean that that was awesome, you know. Okay, so the, okay, so why? I mean, obviously Kofi winning it was a big, was a mm-hmm. big, but then why did why did everyone want want Kofi to win so much then? If that was the case, if that wasn't the case, well, because you know, there's some people you know who who don't think. Don't don't give the rock credit because he's you know he's not 100 percent black exactly or you know also it's been there's only been one person you know that 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 won it you know some yeah. people think it it never been done before some people think that, you know it's just only the rock because when you think about it you know Booker T um, Mark Henry they won the world heavyweight title you know formerly WCW title. Yeah. But they but they never got the WWE title. You know what I'm saying? Like, even look at Ron Simmons, aka Farouk. That was a that was a glaring guy who should have won the title. You know, in the Attitude Era, especially during the Nation of Domination era. You know, he should have he should have. I think he only had one title shot against I think on the Undertaker during that during his during the Nation of Domination probably his entire run in the company. Yeah. You know what I mean? And once they released him, then, you know, his former APA brother, you know, uh, Bradshaw became JBL and the rest of his history for his career, you know, title-wise. But, yeah, that was the number one guy that should have that should have been a, a champion. Of course, uh, to me, Booker T, when he was King Booker, he should have he won the WWE title, you know. Well, any time Booker T was on, but especially, especially as the King Booker, you know, he, you know, he always went by as a five-time champion, you know, 
And it would have been nice if they would have just put the WWE title so there wouldn't be that weird asterisk, you know. You know, since he is a six-time champion and the, the world the, the, the um world heavyweight title is essentially the WCW title that just yeah. got re re rebranded, you know, it would have just it would have been a good spot. And here's another guy that's underrated. Our truth. When our truth went into that little Jimmy mode, that would have yeah. been the perfect time, the perfect time to put the title on him. You're right. You know. Oh yeah, there's another person that popped up. This one, this one, I thought he, I thought he, I think he, 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 he should have been a title contender. But those, the previous three were were no doubt. You had they had to put the title on those guys. But even MVP, MVP was underrated. You know, at that at one point he was like, you know, he was really, really, really popular. You know, at first, yeah. you know, the fans were hating on him. They could even put the title on him as a heel because he was getting mad heat. And I'm not talking about his infernal match he had with Kane, you know. Like, that guy had legit heat, you know, because he was a, you know, um, you know, a, a, a T.O., you know, Terrell Owens, you know, kind of, um, you know, prima donna, top, t- you know, type athlete. And he had, he had major heat with the fans. And then he got popular. You know, after he got that losing streak, yeah, I mean that's another guy they could. That's another black, you know, wrestler they could put the title on. But you know, WWE has a a crazy history. Or even yeah. you could even go back to Junkyard Dog in the eighties. He was he was very popular. But you know, that eighties early nineties, there was a lot of great wrestlers who never had the the WWE title, like uh, Roddy Roddy Piper, Jake the Snake, you know, Owen Hart. You know the list goes on, but in modern history, those guys in modern history, those aforementioned uh, black guys should have um, won the title. Yeah, uh, I think uh, Kofi. I think uh, Kofi winning it was the probably the best WWE moment um, for me in the past ten years. You know, again. I still consider him the real black champion. Sorry, Rock. Well, yes, Rock is the first. Um, well, he, I mean, technically, Rock is not the first black champion. I mean, there's been other black heavyweight champions. But, but WWE, we're talking about WWE. The, the yeah, WWE, yeah. Because yeah. but Bobo then again, Bobo if you think about the heavyweight title, I mean, it's it's really the W. It's really the NWA WCW title. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, but the WWE title, yes, Rock is the first WWE champion, uh-huh. for sure. Yeah, um, but, but yeah, but wow. the full one hundred percent black guy with the Kofi. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Well, but the problem is WWE wasn't gonna even put the title on him anyway. It was because of the fans, the fans, um, you know, outrage and exactly. you know, yeah. of of you know how they were mistreating him. You know, because he basically took um, um, Mustafa Ali's spot, and uh, apparently both guys weren't supposed to win the title anyway at WrestleMania. Anyway, they were just placeholders. You know, you know, yeah. they, they were pretenders. It was the fans getting behind him, like, "Come on, man! It's Eleven years, this guy. He's he's been a good worker. He's he's done it all with the company. I mean, they just, you know, him and uh, Big E just won the tag team title with New Days for the seventh time on 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 uh, on uh, SmackDown." You know, j- just last night. So, yeah. You know, I mean, he's been a good worker, but they weren't planning on putting the title on him too. And then what was messed up? They finally gave him the title, 
and uh, you know, Friday Night SmackDown, the first ever um, you know, um episode on uh, you know, Fox, they made him lose the title in nine seconds. I mean, we all knew we all knew he was gonna lose the title. We're not we're not upset that he lost the title to Brock Lesnar, you know. I mean, it, it's realistic. We all knew it was gonna happen that he was gonna lose the title to Brock Lesnar, but come on. Nine seconds? Nine seconds just to just to um promote the 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 Cain Velasquez match which basically Brock Lesnar dominated him, you know, in, in the, the, the um the Crown Jewel uh, pay per view event um last week. So I, I just thought it was a bad idea that they just squashed Kofi like that. Kofi could have had like a, a run like, you know, Daniel Bryan did or, or AJ Styles, you know, or even Seth Rollins, you know. I mean, before Seth Rollins, you know, beat beat uh, Brock Lesnar at um, WrestleMania and and um, SummerSlam, you know, this 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 year, you know, they could have had him, you know, put a you know, get dominated by Brock Lesnar, and then he goes on a run, tries to tries to get a miracle comeback, and then he gets squashed, but not like a nine second match. I mean, come on, you you would do a squash match like that. You know, on 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 um, John Cena or Randy Orton, like a guy who's won the title multiple times, so that yeah. when they lose the title, it's like, okay, they're you know they're one of the all-time greats, but it's just that they got dominated, you know, against Brock Lesnar. What what can you do? But this is Kofi Kingston's, you know, most likely only title reign, and you you squash him like that. Like, come on, this is his first first ever title reign that we know of for sure, and you're gonna squash him. I mean. This whole his whole his whole title reign was basically trying to prove that he belonged with the rest of the the the, the former champions, uh, you know, of all time. You know, he was feuding with Randy Orton, you know, you know, stemming from the whole decade ago, um, stupid stupid comment that they had, you know, him, you know, um, putting him through a table at MSG, which you saw. Mm-hmm. Um, one of your memorable moments, I w- I would assume. Oh yeah, in the past ten oh, years. Yeah. But yeah, that you know that whole feud was organic. It worked. But the problem is, is that they had um, Kofi win by a technicality, you know, which which was a horrible way for him, Kofi to prove that he could, you know, beat him. And then, um, you know, that's basically what they did with Seth Rollins. You know, when he was feuding with the with the Fiend um, at Hell in the Cell, where the referee uh, apparently he never seen a Hell in the Cell match. He never saw. Um, the um, Mankind Undertaker or Undertaker versus uh, Shawn Michaels or that, the, the six-man Armageddon, um, you know, um, Hell in the Cell match or any of these Hell in the Cell matches. But this guy, this referee, you know, had the, you know, because of the stupid WWE booking, was like, no, Seth, you're better than this. You you don't have to do this. And then Seth Rollins hits uh, Bray Wyatt with with the um with the with the sledgehammer and he. We thought it was we thought that Rollins lost by disqualification, but apparently the following day WWE revealed that Seth Rollins won by um by via no contest. Basically, he knocked out Bray Wyatt, and they award him the win. So, what was the whole warning about? <laughs> I mean, what, I mean yeah. WWE. I mean, how do you? How do you lose a Hell in a Cell match? How do you how do you disqualify someone in a no disqualification Hell in the Cell match? 
just it just doesn't make any sense. But this is WWE it doesn't booking. Doesn't make any sense. The only way they would have made it, they could have they could rectify the situation, which technically they did. They did put the title finally on Bray Wyatt in uh, the Crown Jewel pay per view event last week. So, which you know, I hallelujah! Like. Thank I goodness that. they finally did that. You know, making Bray Wyatt a second time world champion, and um, he did attack uh, Daniel Bryan uh, last night. Um, but yeah, but I digress. But um, what they should have did, or what they should have done, was that they should have had somebody, you know, like you know, from the authority, you know, criticize the um the the referee and say like basically he's a crooked referee, kind of making fun of like those rumors of like other sports that have, you know, um, r- crooked referees who you know basically you know that you know lost their jobs because of because of the you know be you know being a crooked referee or umpire yeah. in the real sports and they could have had like you know someone you know punish him and then that would have been like he was like a rogue a rogue um referee or you know somebody you know like the authority somebody you know authority villainous figure made him do it you know what i mean yeah, and then that that could have that could have elevated the thing. That would have made more sense instead of acting like okay, it never happened. You know, it was just a dumb, dumb decision. But the um, WWE, they have a within the last I'd say month or so, it it their bookings have gotten better. Yeah, you know, with the I'd matches, with that. you know, putting the title on way on Bray Wyatt, Bray Wyatt. is the best. Is the best thing moving forward for WWE. Yeah, no doubt. That's what they should have did at the last at um the previous pay per view. Yeah, hands down. But um, you know, uh, thinking of my my uh, my favorite moment, some come to mind. Um, um, Miz going to the World Series. I mean that that. That was a, a great moment, you know. Obviously, I was uneasy yeah, because that was in two thousand. No, two thousand. Well, I was talking about no two thousand and fifteen. I know. I know. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Mets, apparently, Mets go to the World Series every fifteen years. So, looking forward to us going to the World Series twenty thirty. Especially if they don't make the right moves in the off season and sign, you know, resign, you know, um, Wheeler. Or or go after Garrett Cole, or you know somebody like that, which you know, I believe it when I see that. But the guy they really need to go after, um, with the addition of Grandel, the guy they were pursuing last year before he turned them down to sign with the Brewers. Um, other than him, they they need to sign Rendon because that guy, you know, he he's a world champion. He's a third baseman. He'll he'll give them a third baseman they haven't had since David Wright. You know, Mets have always historically haven't really had third base, you know, like franchise type, you know, third baseman. So he would fit perfectly. He'd be he'd give them a veteran presence who just won the World Series and who could uh, help nurture this uh, young, you know, this young nucleus that the Mets have with McNeil and uh, uh, Rosario Conforto and, um, of course, Pete Alonzo, which uh, congratulations to Pete Alonzo, you know, because I, you know, I, I wasn't able to do the show uh, prior to last week. So congratulations to Pete Alonzo, you know, breaking the Met records, um, 
send the all-time rookie record with 53 home runs. Um, he got snubbed um, in the Silver Slugger Award. Uh, Freddie Freeman, you know, obviously a deserving guy, a Met killer. You know, he obviously uh, Freddie Freeman, you know, is a worthy and deserving uh, candidate for the Silver Slugger Award. Deserved it, um, yeah. But um, you know, hopefully, uh, Pete Alonso, Pete Alonso should be winning the Rookie of the Year award, and um, I wish he would be winning the MVP, but probably not. I mean, most likely not. But you know, he had a tremendous year, and uh, hopefully, with Beltran, um, you know, he, he and uh, the Mets make some big moves, they can, um, you know, shock the world, like the Shockmaster did. <laughs> but in a but in a positive way though. <laughs> but um yeah, my biggest my biggest moment. I mean, I, yeah, like I said, other than you know the Mets going to the World Series 2015 because it was like it was a extremely long time since 20, I rather 2000 against the Yankees in a losing fashion. Stop me if you heard this before when I'm talking about my teams going to the finals or World Series or you know anything like that. But you know. Unfortunately, that ended poorly against the Royals. Still having nightmares about that series. And Beltran allowing a, a inside-the-park home run for the first play of the game. But I like, oh, by the way, he might come back this year since this is his walk year. So here goes that segue Ooh, with, with, with Cespedes. Oh, yeah. But um, what was I going to say? Yeah, my, my biggest point, I would say, is um, – in the past 10 years would be uh, The Rock actually, you know, winning, you know, first beating, you know, um, you know, John Cena at that WrestleMania 28. But the the even biggest moment that this entire, this entire decade would be The Rock actually winning the title, beating CM Punk, you know, because I didn't think, you know, because I was, you know, I've been, you know, The Rock is my all-time favorite wrestler. And seeing him come back, you know, once I gave up hope that he was, he, you know, he, because he was retired for like seven years doing movies. So I thought he was never going to, you know, wrestle again. The, the next time you see him come back is in the Hall of Fame ceremony. So to see him come back and beat CM Punk in the, in the you know, CM Punk's modern day uh, title reign, what was it, 435 days, and then having The Rock back on top as a champion, I mean, that was a, a scenario I thought I would never see. Period. So that I'd say right now, in the past ten years, that would be sports wise or sports entertainment wise or pro wrestling wise. I say that would that would be that was my biggest moment that because unfortunately moment. the Mets didn't win a championship. If the Mets would have won, that would have surpassed it. Um, and of course, you know the Knicks. Uh, well, the Knicks are the Knicks, so they they haven't given me any joy in the past. <laughs> Actually, twenty years now that I think about it, ninety nine. I'm going to the losing in the um, you know NBA Finals to the Spurs, but that was um, a decade before this show started. So obviously, yeah, that, that was a great moment. But yeah, right now, the Rock um, regaining the title would be the big, would be the biggest moment in the past uh, ten years for me. Yeah, and we we were there when uh well we were there when he lost, right? <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, we definitely were. I mean, that would have been a big moment for me if he would have he would have uh, beat Cena again two years in a row. But this time, Cena, I mean, The Rock would have done something he never has done before, and that is uh, at WrestleMania with the title on the line. Uh, he's never he he's like I think 0 for 4 in title opportunities. Whether it's him retaining the title or winning the title, he's always lost. Right. So that would have been a great moment to see. But uh, unfortunately, we'll never see that because, you know, Rock's uh, quietly retired. So it is, it is what it is. But um, what was I going to say? I'm trying to think. Uh, what, what memorable moments uh, uh, would you say of this show that you have? Wow. Um, well, you know, definitely um, doing, I mean, with the show personally, uh, I'd say the crossover of my show, IMAC, mm-hmm. um, definitely some of the uh, call-ins and the interviews, the interview that you did with the um, the fitness guy, uh, I forget his name. I thought that was a great episode and a great interview, too. Yeah, Eric Moss. Yeah, he was great. And uh, I also Eric did Moss. one with, uh, yeah. with, with Gio. Right. Gio DeReese. Man, that was a great one as well. Yeah. Oh, did, yeah. I, hear, did I ever hear that one? I'm not sure, but it is, if you haven't heard that one, I, I highly recommend listening to both of those um, interviews. Um, definitely. Oh, actually, yeah, yeah. I remember it now. Yeah, I do remember that. Yeah. I remember and that. Phenomenal interviews with uh, both guys. I mean, they yes. they definitely um, I, I'm you know definitely grateful for both of those guys uh, for taking the time to do the interview with me. And, you know, you should play I'll some be, of those clips next week. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna try to I'm gonna try to do that next week. You know, yeah. you know to commemorate this part two of this um of this um you know um anniversary ten year anniversary series. Yeah. So stay tuned for that. Um, let me see with the yeah, so those would be my highlights. Doing the interviews, um, you know, the crossover episode um, with um, with you, of course, on your show IMAX. Um, yeah, there's, I mean, there's there's been a lot, you know. I think there was even one when we, um, I think we did one before. I think we went to our first ever pay per view event. I think or might have been what was it? Sir? Oh might yeah. Survivor Series, or it might have been a, you know what, it might have been another event maybe, I'm trying to remember, but it was a, like, I think we did one, like, in location, I think, I'm not, I'm not sure, but it's okay. been a lot, a lot of episodes, man, like, yeah, just, I'm, ones. yeah, there's a, there's a bunch, you know, especially, like, during a postseason or a memorable game, I mean, there's, there, there's so many, I'm just, you know, I'm blessed to, to be doing the show for you for 10 years, and you know, having you know, having this platform to uh you know, engage, you know, the fans of the show. Yeah. So again, thank you, Mac, and uh thanks the fans right there. Yeah, and you know, I hear that XM Radio is trying to sign you. <laughs> I, I, yeah, well, I wish that was the case, but um <laughs> I've already said yes. I mean so I mean but Well actually hey. XM Radio doesn't exist anymore. It's serious XM. <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah, that is true. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> Serious XM, I mean. Right. But um, I'm trying to see. Um, I'm trying to think. 
So, uh, yeah, again, you know, thank you. Thanks, everybody, for for everything, man. And hopefully, uh, you know, part two, stick around for part two, and, um, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll continue the, the tribute. Um, moving to the, you know, modern-day sports, um, you know, um, what am I going to say? The, the Jets and the Giants are going to play um, tomorrow. Uh, you know, um, Jets, Jets and Giants, and you know, um, basically both teams have been horrible. You know, yeah, um, it looks like it's, of the, who's worse. Yeah, and you know, Jets are good at proving they're the worst, especially with Adam Gase as their manager. You know, stop me if you haven't heard this before. My one of my favorite teams hiring an inexperienced guy, and they stink. <laughs> Sound like the Sound like the new Angels uh, pitching coach, uh, Mickey mm-hmm. Callaway, that that just got hired. Right. But at least he's going back to what he knows. You know, he he's one of the best pitching coaches. So at least he was smart enough to know that hey, being a manager isn't for me, or at least not right now. You know. So. You know. Good luck with him with the Angels with with Joe Madden. But back to the Jets, man. Jets. Man, it's been a horrible season, man. You know, and with the, of course, the Giants, they're they're in the new era with Daniel Jones. And um, yeah, I mean, I think Giants are gonna get this win. Kind of reminiscent to when me and you went to that uh, to that Jets Giants game in the Meadowlands when uh Mark Sanchez was um, you know, still in his prime during that time. Yeah, oh I think yeah, it was 2001, uh, 2011. Yeah. If I, if my research me right, that's so. the year the Giants won the Super Bowl. Ah, uh, yes, it is. Yeah, you're right. Yep. Super Bowl year. Exactly. Yeah. Last game, I think that was second, or might have been the second to last game or the last game. I don't remember. Something like that. And of course, you know the the Giants beat the Patriots in uh, the Super Bowl two years. Yeah. Two times, uh, you know, Eli Manning faced them. That was another great was a, moment. A great, a great sports moment, and yep. all all around, especially them beating the um, the um, you know the Patriots who had the who was undefeated until right. until Super Bowl. So that was such a, a memorable moment right there. Yes, definitely. So you've seen some memorable moments uh, firsthand on the positive side. Whereas I have seen none. Well, your time will come eventually. Cue the violins, folks. <laughs> but anyway, you know, it is what it is. But um, looks like there's gonna be, you know, as long as um, Darno don't do a butt fumble like uh, the aforementioned Mark Sanchez does tomorrow, it won't be a complete embarrassment. Unlike that um, seeing ghosts comment he made a few weeks ago against the aforementioned Patriots. But, you know, it is what it is. What do you think going to happen tomorrow? Wow. Um, I think it's going to be a close game. Um, but I see the Giants prevailing. I think it will be close, but I see the Giants prevailing in the end. I think uh, it's going to be a uh, Daniel Jones is going to have a good game. I think Saquon is going to have a very good game. 
the Giants defense is going to step it up, and I think uh, Giants win, I'll say, 24-17. Yeah, I could, I could see a score like that. I think, um, I think Donald will have a good game, but problem is I don't think they'll they'll make enough plays to, you know, to, to, to beat the, the Giants. They might have some de- defensive miscues, maybe, uh, um, you know, a return that that go that goes for deep, you know, for for long yards, like like a a big play like that, you know. Well, hopefully, Darnold side. doesn't see ghosts again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hopefully not. <laughs> hopefully, he sees giants and slay them like uh, King David. Hopefully, <laughs> but we'll see. We'll see what happens uh, tomorrow. You know, but um, let me see. What was I gonna say? Um, yeah, well, the Knicks, they finally won a game. They beat Porzingis at, uh, Dallas, in Dallas. And, um, you know, uh, they're going to play, I think they're going to play them again, uh, later this week. And they're going to be facing, uh, Cavs tomorrow night. So. That's going to be good. Yeah. So, you know, good thing they got the win. Um, um, Morris, I think he scored like 28 points. I think he scored like 20, 28 points like these past three three or four games. So he's been uh, doing his thing in his first year as the, you know, a Nick. And then uh, uh, Nilakina, he's starting to score a little bit. I mean, he, by his standards, you know, like 14 points. I mean, it's not like he has, you know, 20 points or, or 30 points or anything like that. But, you know, for Nilakina, 14 points, you know, that's that's – um. That's that's like scoring thirty points a game for him. Yeah, you know. he had an impressive game last night. You know, I think this could be something that catapults him to the next level, where he he could become the next great Nick point guard. You know, since I don't know, since Mark Jackson. You know. Well, hopefully, we'll see what happens. I mean, he has we'll a defense. What... He's he can. Yeah. His offensive game is getting better, so hey, who knows? You know, maybe this is the year for Nilakita. Hopefully, hopefully so. Um, trying to think. Out of the 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 um the Islanders won uh, today. You know, they at at home. I think they won two to one. But um, I'm trying to think, what else was I gonna say? Other stuff that happened in sports. Well, I mean, uh, there was a um AEW pay per view event, and I know the right. highlight of the, the pay per view was uh Cody Rhodes putting his um putting his um how how can I put it? Like the stipulation was um his was Jericho's uh title, you know, world title on the line, AEW world title on the line. Versus Kofi, I mean, rather Cody, you know, formerly known as Cody Rhodes. Um, if he lost, you know, since he's an executive of AEW, unlike other, um, you know, pro wrestling companies, if he loses, then he'll never, he'll never, um, he'll never contend, he'll never contend or compete for a, a title match, you know, for the rest of his career. Wow. So, um, um, how did he do? 
I'm well, assuming he lost. Um, I'm reading the results because I didn't see the pay-per-view, but I see here Jericho defeated Cody via yep. corner stoppage to retain the title. I assume, I assume so. Yeah, so, yeah, Cody, Cody hit, hit uh, you got to check out his promo. Even The Rock, I mean, this is like a, a Rock appreciation night on this show. Um, he um he he heard about the promo and he um he um uh you know gave him props you know about uh Cody Rhodes uh you know heartfelt promo and I checked it out myself man this was you know easily Cody Rhodes best promo in his career this this is like right up there with uh with the Miz um you know you know and that um SmackDown uh, what was it called Talking Smack show from a few years ago when he just you know, he poured his whole heart about how the fans criticized him and don't appreciate his hustle and stuff like that. And uh, that made Miz a, a fan favorite because, you know, Miz, you know, Miz never showed that much passion in a promo. And, you know, and then I guess on the listener standard, it was kind of like the, um, you know, the pipe bomb CM Punk did. Wow. In WWE. So, yeah, that, that the promo Cody Rhodes did, like it's 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 a must to watch, must see must see TV. I gotta or, check it out, or YouTube channel, whatever whatever you, wherever you're viewing, you know, websites or sold or whatever. But uh, anyway, um, yeah, definitely check it out. So, any other notable matches that happened? Uh, yes, there was John Moxley defeated. Kenny Omega. Oh, Kenny Omega. Yeah, that's a, that's another marquee matchup. Um, you had the women's championship with Riho defeating Emi Sakura. Mm-hmm. You had the tag team match with SCU defeating Private Party and Lucha Brothers. Mm-hmm. Uh, you had Sean Spears defeating Joey Janela. Uh, yeah, Sean Spears used to be Ty Dillinger in WWE. Yep. Um. Adam Hangman Page defeated Pac. Mm-hmm. Oh, Pac used to be Pac used to be um, Neville in WWE. Right, not X Pac. Right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Santana and Ortiz defeated the Young Bucks. Mm-hmm. And Britt Baker defeated B Priestley. Mm-hmm. Bay Priestley, whatever. Harvey yeah, that's a woman a woman matchup. Yeah. But yeah, AEW man, you gotta give them props, man. They, you know, they're 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 putting on a marquee show, and that you know they 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 have that indie, you know, um, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Blue collar kind of mentality. You yeah. know, like they they they're you know this is like the first time like a, you know, like a new company is being built around like like stars, you know, like mostly established stars with, with a combination of. You know some young up and coming guys, even even uh, Luke Perry's uh, son, Jungle Boy is in, in in their in their um company too. Awesome Kong is there. Of course, you know yeah. Jericho's there. John Moxley, who of course was Dean Ambrose. Dean Ambrose. You know they have a lot of marquee um guys. Of course, you know you mentioned uh, Kenny Omega. Yep. The Young Bucks. You know they have some you know some talented guys on that on that roster and. Seth Rollins got some heat because he called them a minor league, um, minor league team, and uh, Jr. wasn't too happy about that because, you know, he was basically putting down, 
you know, the AEW. AEW is trying to do something, you know, trying to build a name for themselves. And Seth Rollins, I mean, he he didn't have to, you know, stoop down and, you know, criticize them because it's not like they, they talk smack about him. So. True. Well, but, uh, I mean, they do have financial backing right now. They are doing very yeah. well. Tony hopefully, Khan, a billionaire. Yeah, you know, um, hopefully they're. And they're hungry. You know, yeah, hopefully they're able to compete, you know, as opposed to, well, we see TNA when they try to compete with mm-hmm. WWE, what happened. So, yeah, let's see how he, if this continues for AEW. Yeah, it looks, but it looks like they're doing it the right way. They're learning from the mistakes of WCW in the early 2000s. And, um, of course, TNA, with that whole Hogan, uh, that Hogan, you know, t- uh, WCW 2.0 thing they did. Right. The same night when Bret Hart finally returned to WWE, you know, but in any case, um, uh, what was I going to say? Oh yeah, NXT had another invasion uh, this week, which I suspected. Shayna Baszler, it just keeps dominating Bailey, and Bailey looks like a punk because um, I don't think Bailey has a, hasn't even retaliated against her not even one time, and two. Smackdowns in a row, she got her butt handed to her. Oh, well, um, even uh, uh, Sasha Banks. Well, Sasha Banks, I think, didn't didn't come into the ring until after Bailey got beat up for two weeks in a row. So yeah, I'm loving this NXT takeover. Um, and you know, I can't wait to see what they're gonna do this week. You know, it's gonna be interesting. Um, what was I gonna say? But uh, in any case, um, you know, check out my show next week. Part two of the Sports Urban Legend 10 year anniversary episode. And of course, mark on your calendars November 15, uh, uh, 2019 uh, uh, is the official 10 year anniversary. But we're going to pop up, you know, like what, a day or two afterwards. So, you know, again, thank you guys. Check out iMac. Check out Sports Urban Legend this Saturday at 11, as usual. And check out my YouTube channel, Sports Urban Legend TV. He's Macaulay Matthew. I'm William Rambo, and I'll see you guys next time. Peace. Peace. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.